Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Wendy Bolsby and Melissa Kirscher. Welcome, dear listeners, to Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. This is Melissa, and this is my co-host... Wendy! And we are still here at Fantastic Fest, because we are always at Fantastic Fest. We may never leave Fantastic Fest. We've always been at Fantastic Fest. We have never been anywhere but at Fantastic Fest. Come play with us, Danny. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're at day four. Five. Day five. First day of the second round. I, I real I got to the point today where I had no idea what day it was. What day of the week? No clue. I had and it happens every year and at some point in the second half of the fat festival and it happened today. This is also the day where it, I had to stop at the drugstore in the morning and just load up on all the cold medications and so i and melissa has her own weird body chemistry so all of the cold medications i've been carting around i can't share with her so i feel doubly guilty well you know it's my own body's fault i can't do pseudoepinephrine or anything really fun so (laughs) so if you hear any weird noises well they could either be coming from wendy or me because we're both sick now but anyway i'm on the far side of sick and i have discovered that whiskey helps me control my cough so listeners i'm drinking whiskey (laughs) and i am suspiciously sober because i've been taking cold meds with acetaminophen and however you are on cold meds so you are still a little bit altered a little bit but i'm on like cold meds light Oh, well, true. Yeah. I'm always a little goofy on cold meds. So, but anyway, today was Monday. Yes. Uh, uh, and, and so it's... It, <clears throat> it's it, a quieter day. Yes, because we're in the second half now, and so now all the films are getting their second play, and most of the big stars are gone. Um, a lot of the the people who are here in the first half are gone. And so now it's the, the mellow out time. Now it's the, the catch up on things that you've heard about that you didn't get to see in the first half. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty relaxed today. It's yeah. Pretty nice. I, I noticed the vibe was a lot more chill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listeners, I, I had been going strong. I had seen a film in every slot. Today was the day that broke that streak. I had to skip the first round today because I had a work deadline, and I am so sad. I made the adult choice, and I kind of want to tell adult me to fuck the right, just fucking fuck right off because the film I had to miss was Stand By for Tape Backup. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I did go back and see it a second time. And it, and it, and uh, Jerry was there this time, and so he he is now witness. He is witness to what. I I have seen in this film. And Deshanya was raving about it, and I just... I have regret. I have regret. Yeah. Uh, but I do have less work stress, because I got it done. So mm-hmm. there's that. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, to be fair, I'm also skipping a uh, uh, film slot today. Um, only it's going to be the last one of the night. I'm not doing a midnight movie. Because, dear listeners, as I've mentioned, I am sick. 
and I need to go home. I am <laughs> or rather, to the Cargills to sleep. <laughs> and I am also skipping the midnight movie today simply because there were only there are only three movies in the midnight slot on an, on any given night, and the three movies they're showing, not really interested in. Didn't get into the fantastic debates. I may go home early too. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. still playing that one by ear. We'll see how I feel by the end of the recording time here. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So so anyway, um, uh, dear listeners, uh, as we mentioned a few sentences ago, standby for tape backup was my first movie of the day, which I already talked about because I already saw it once during the festival. Um, the- this is also apparently the day where. You go back to see something because you just liked it so much. Well, yeah, because you did the same thing later. I did. Yes. And uh, so standby for tape backup. Very interesting to see it for the second time because it's a different experience uh, because this was just the film. It wasn't the filmmaker doing the sound live, Uh Uh which was which was amazing, of course. But uh, just the movie itself is really sublime. And there, and it actually picks up some extra meaning without having the guy actually there. Um, there, there's something more isolating about seeing it in a theater rather than having the the image and the guy standing in front with the lights up. Um, it's uh, it was really interesting. Um, also, I uh, Jerry was in the theater with me and witnessed. And he and I got in a very long discussion with the director. Or, oh, well, f- well, the filmmaker, I should say, because he did everything. Yeah, we uh, stood outside and talked to him for a good 20 minutes or so. And nice. We were talking about Killer Bee's improv movie show uh, because there's a lot of, you know, we're kind of doing the same thing except for instead of mining random images for deeper meaning we're mining it for comedy <laughs> and so we got in a really big discussion about that and that was really cool but um the thing about this movie is that it's probably not going to be seen outside of a i know festival circuit there and and the filmmaker is not interested in distributing it yeah he he, he means for it to be a theater experience he means for it to be My only- disposable in a not disposable as in throw away, but a um, tied to a moment in time that you pass and leave behind you. Yeah, that you can't just pop it back in the video player. Yeah, and the and the experience of watching the film would be very different on watching it on a computer screen or on a TV screen. Yeah, my only hope is that Tim League, being Tim League, might show it again, like do an event. Yeah, maybe somehow. Which or- I'm gonna put a bug in his ear, please. Please make him if the baby Jesus smiles, maybe. So yeah, yeah. So either that or uh, oh, I might send him a videotape and see if he'll. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I have his contact information now. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so onward to the oh, after uh, the first movie slot, I walk outside and another Minnesotan is here. Adam. Adam is here, and uh, Adam is brand new to Fantastic Fest, brand new to Texas, brand new to the Draft House, brand new to all of this experience. He so is he, a, he's a Minneapolitan. Yeah. yeah. But he came down this year mm-hmm. for Fantastic Fest. 
because he fell in with the wrong crowd. And yeah, so there he is. I'm like, yay. Yeah. yeah I didn't so. see him till after the second movie, but I was, I saw him across the crowd. I'm like, that's right. Adam's, it's second half. Adam's here. Yay. yay. Yeah. So we've, we've gained a Minnesotan. We'll see if we can drag him onto the podcast after he sees. Oh, the yeah. Because that'll be fun. And he said he's, he's felt prepared because he's been listening to her daily podcasts. <laughs> Which so, is sort of delightful and sweet. So he's in tune. He's in tune. He's He's been doing his homework. Uh, but anyway, you went to see uh, Schneider, Schneider versus, versus Bax. Like, I, I, mom dropped me off at the corner and I ran in with like three minutes to spare. <laughs> so yeah, I, I ran into Schneider versus Bax and <clears throat> it was another one of those things where I just remembered that I picked it, but I didn't really remember what it was about until it, once it got going. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the one about the contract killer. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of it's supposed to be a dark comedy, um, and it's also one that Heidi Heidi Zarzi in uh, in Canada had said that she liked, but it had it was flawed, and I am with her on that. Okay. I liked it. I enjoyed the experience of watching it, but ultimately it's flat. Like, and I do mean flat in that there really isn't an arc, and there are three main characters that you're sort of dealing with, and it doesn't really tell you like which like who am i supposed to be caring about what's who's the linchpin of this story what because there isn't really an arc uh-huh. um but that said there were a lot of funny moments the characters were really interesting the setup was really interesting <laughs> i'm not giving a whole lot away here cuz you find it out within like the first 15 minutes so he's a contract killer and he gets a call from his from his client, his like manager client, whoever is like, I need you to do this job today. I told you I, I wasn't available today. I need you. I need you to do it. I need you to do it. Okay, fine. Okay, so here's where he is. And then very quickly you find out he's got the the person he's supposed to be killing, which is Bax. He's calling him saying, okay, I'm sending Schneider to kill you. He's coming from this direction so you can kill him. So he's setting them both up <laughs> against each other. And you never know why. You never, because it kind of doesn't matter. Um, The character of the daughter, I actually found to be the most interesting. She's the only one that truly had something approaching an arc. And if anything, I kind of wanted even more. Like, um, Heidi and I had a brief exchange on Facebook about it. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'd like to see, after because after this experience where she's in the midst of these two contract killers, she finds out her dad's a contract killer. She's in the midst of this whole double hit going down and handles herself. Well, like what does that do to her life? Mm-hmm. Like that's a story I would be on board for. Like, I feel yeah. like this movie I, might ultimately have been like <sighs> background, deep background for a character. If the filmmaker had just sat on it a little longer, he would have realized Okay, that's just background. Let's actually tell that story. So yeah, I it was fine. If you get a chance to see it, see it. It's mm-hmm. good. There's some pretty images too. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, meanwhile, I saw Zoom. 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 <coughs> so it Zoom uh, is very interesting little movie. Um, I I think uh, some of its. Uh, main features don't quite work together but ultimately it was fun to watch and it was a very clever film um it's main thing is it's a meta movie so there are three different storylines they all involve in some way um body image issues in both men and women oh yeah that one yeah okay but there are three different storylines 
and uh, this is a minor spoiler um they they're each writing each other so like one story is about about a novel uh, aspiring novelist and she's writing a novel and that's actually the second story but the woman in that story is writing a comic book which is the third story and the third story is making a movie about the woman who's a novelist oh, so fun. they're all big circle of, and so th- that is a spoiler but um it, it's there's more to it than that and but and it's fun to see them all fold into each other but um since it, the i think the thing that bothers me is that the theme of body image issues doesn't really inform the fact that it's a meta movie at all it's like hey there's this interesting structure we want to try and oh by the way this is also about this other thing yeah, over here a little, yeah so it's like uh, you're, you're trying to do two big things here but um but other than that it's clever it's fun it's got some fun timing and uh yeah it's it's interesting it's yeah, really yeah. interesting nice. yes it, it's bright and colorful and uh it was fun cool and, so so i uh-huh. came out after schneider versus Bex, um and if, I don't know. I don't remember who I was talking to, but then I saw you, and then I saw Adam. So I came over to talk to you, and then you quickly went away to go to your movie. Uh-huh. And so then Adam and I were talking, and Ray came up, and I introduced Adam to people, and then I'm like, "Hey!" And I oh, and Mike Salters joined us. I'm like, "Hey, let's go. Have you been to the arcade? Let's go into the arcade." Which turned out to be a good time. On the way to the arcade, I had to stop to get a drink because. Duh. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where I had my little Marco Zoror moment of the day. Yes, tell us. Okay, first of all, I don't think we turned. We told our first Marco Zoror story. Which one was the the first day when? Okay, so we go into on the first day of Fantastic yes. Fest, and we're walking out after a movie, and there's we pass by a gentleman with with bare very impressive bare arms, uh, in a like a sleeveless shirt, and we walk past him, and I go. Wendy, I think we just walked past Marco Zoror, and I look over my shoulder, and it's like, yes, yes, that is Marco Zoror. And, and Wendy goes, ah, <laughs> because Marco Zoror is, number one, very talented. He was in a great movie, and he's so beautiful. Yes, and he's and he's right there. And he's right there. And he, and he is, uh, and as I've seen him at past Fantastic Fests, he's also a sweetheart of a man. So so Wendy and I go over there, and we go, hee, 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 can we, can we get a photo with you, Marco Zoror? And he goes, yes, absolutely. And like grabs us by the shoulders and we take a selfie. Get, get a selfie, get a kiss and, on the cheek because yeah. he's super nice. Yeah, he, he smooched us on our cheek. So yes. we got the Marcos Aurora blessing on the first oh. day. And he's been around the Yeah, whole time. I've, I've chatted with him like a couple more times just yeah. as I've been in a group that he's chatting with or I've walked up and he's chatting like with Cargill or something. So he's seen me around enough to know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so as I'm standing at the bar waiting for them to get my drink, He's walking towards me and obviously past me, and I just look up and we happen to do that thing where you catch eyes, and I, I smile at him like, hey, because it's Marco's Roar, and he smiles back, mm-hmm. and as he's passing me, he puts his hand on my shoulder like a, hey, you know, one of those, hey, nice to see yous, mm-hmm. and goes past me, and I can hear the woman, and I, and I turn back, as I'm turning back to the bar to see about my drink, I can see the woman smiling at him like, and she's speaking uh Spanish? What? I, I do they? What language do they speak in Chile? I assume it's just Spanish, but maybe it's 
a different I think dialect. it is Spanish. Okay. If I remember. But anyway, right. she's speaking a language I don't know, and she's it's pretty clear she doesn't really speak English. And she she's like saying, You just touched that woman. Like <laughs> I could tell but she's smiling. She's like, You just touched that woman. And I turn around and and, and I smile at her too. And and I can tell that Margo's like, Oh no, because I I know this. I know this person and she's super nice and yeah and yeah and and and, and hi. <laughs> and and so the woman just oh hi and i'm like well hi and then and then they go off and it was just this <laughs> random strange exchange that sort of was i don't know it just made me happy and it was so delightfully awkward like yeah anyway and i did get my booze so then we went into the arcade because i had to make adam play eye of the pyramid <laughs> he did tell me he had already been playing it he played for like 45 minutes and didn't win. Oh, Mike, no. And Mike Salter's like, yeah, I played for an hour and didn't win. I'm like, I don't know what's up with you guys because I win all the time because I'm an asshole like that. So we go in and they start pressing the button and I'm playing some of Jerry's games. And then Mike Salter's is like, oh, come check out these other games because now that it's second half, all of the computer consoles mm -hmm. I have not been able to get on because there's they've been full the entire time. So now, now that it's second half, that it's not as busy, I was able to actually sit down at one of the computer console and try out some of the games. And Mike's like, oh, here's this game. You've got to try it. Meanwhile, Adam is pressing Eye of the Pyramid. Uh -huh. And so Mike's like trying to get this game to load. It's having problems. And Adam is still pressing Eye of the Pyramid. <laughs> um, oh, Mike won too. Mike won before oh, yeah. that. Mike won before that. He's like, I don't even know, like... If this is worth it, I'm like, trust me. He's like, did I did I win? How do you know when you win? I'm like, trust me, you know when you'll win. You, you when you win, you know it. And so Mike did win, and they were all like, oh yeah, totally, you do know when you won. <laughs> and so Mike, so then Mike showing me this game, and Adam's still over there pressing. <laughs> but he did, and so right as the game starts to load, and I'll tell you about the game in a second. Adam won, Yay. and then he's like, yes. So then he comes and joins me, and the game we proceed to play is Hot Date, which is speed dating a pug a pug dog it's a pug dog and it's sitting there and it's speed dating and you ask it questions and it responds and it's i can't even oh my god apparently you can find it online if you just like do a google because i mentioned it on my facebook and brian day was like he got a comment from him very quickly he's like thanks i just wasted 15 minutes playing that damn game <laughs> so you can find it go play it even if it's just for five minutes it was super delightful it was very fun and then it was time for us to head out to see the assassin yeah. and mike mike was seeing it too so we sat together so we had a nice little camaraderie we got to see we both ordered some food i had the chickens uh caesar wrap okay good choice on it is pointing very, me towards a wrap it's very very it tasty. was very satisfying um and so i was settling in for a movie that i knew was eh, questionable on the plot but beautiful that's all i knew right questionable on the plot but beautiful it's chinese and it's historical and i'm like okay and oh somebody i did also know it was slow paced i'm like okay yeah. crouching tiger hidden dragon house of flying daggers Something along those where it's going to be very stately and stuff, but I can be down for that. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> uh, we were trying to, uh, all a lot of us, a lot of us after that movie, were trying to come up with other synonyms for slow that encapsulated just how fucking slow it was. I, I complained, calling it slow implies that it moved. Pitch drop pitch drop that's good we were yeah. somebody said glacial i replied geological pitch drop is good pitch drop yeah oh my god <laughs> slow slow doesn't cover it like there were 
it would be 10 to 15 seconds before anything would happen in the scene. They would just be showing you grass for a long time. And then somebody would walk into frame or then whoever was just standing there silently staring into the distance, absolutely still, would finally start to speak or something. And then there were one or maybe even two shots in between actual scenes that were just 10 to 15 seconds of a house. Yeah. A lake. And, and it's like <laughs> people are like, oh, it was really beautiful. I'm like, you know what else is beautiful? A postcard. And a postcard doesn't take me two hours. <laughs> ah. And... But the real reason I'm just so frustrated by this movie, and I'm notice I'm not saying I hated it. Right. Because that's not the right feeling. I'm frustrated by it. It makes me kind of... It's because it was incomprehensible. Oh. It was the fucking Chinese Che. Oh. It took me until the last, like, ten minutes of the movie to figure out that those two Chinese upper-class women were two different... Chinese upper class women. <laughs> like, oh, because they, they look with the hair, especially with the hair and the costumes. I'm like, is that the same person? I don't think it is. Maybe it is. They're both talking to that dude. But they're, I don't know. It, <laughs> is that woman his wife or his mom or his sister? And the star, the assassin, who, by the way, only kills like one person. Uh-huh. Not much of an assassin. Um, they're, they're, well, it only takes one to qualify. It's true. Really. And she's sent to kill the dude. And you do find out that she used to be um, betrothed to him. But it's unclear what their relationship was. Right. They, they, like, were they cousins? Were they brother and sister? Mm-hmm. What was going on there? Who? What, you don't... And then she wanders off and there's a dude. But is that a dude from over there? Or is that a different dude? Yeah. Yeah. No idea what was happening all right so very frustrating and a full minute of goat footage (laughs) right at the end four goats in the pen and we had to spend time with each and every one of them yeah goats yeah we already uh talked about this movie on yeah was it well that was jerry but jerry Jerry. didn't bitch about it and he should (laughs) have well sorry about that dear listeners if you want an alternate uh, take on that one. We did that. You one can you can go back. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening and letting me vent. This is how I process. <laughs> but um, I'll I'll finish that. But so I came out of the assassin. I'm complaining to these people who are also complaining. We're all commiserating with each other, and Jessica and I run into Melissa. Jessica Cargill comes up, and I'm looking at what's next. And what I had on my slate was rabid dogs, but also I, available- I haven't talked about my oh, hold on no because. Yeah. Because I'm going to finish it off and then we'll back okay. up. Okay. I, ha- I, did, I know that and I'm ba- I had a plan. Okay. So, because I want to just, because it all ties back to the assassin. All right. I had rabid dogs next to my slate. Follow was also available. I've heard good things about both. Jessica had seen both. So I'm like, Jessica, I'm really, I'm not, I'm frustrated by this movie experience. I want something to put me back on the hap, like, I'm love of movies again, Right. Do I want to watch Rabbit Dogs or do I want to watch Follow? And she's describing them both to me. And I'm like, neither one of those sound like the movie that's going to put me back in a in a place that is more like yay. And then she's like, well, I'm going in to see the wave. You know what? <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. So, listeners, spoiler, I went to see the wave for a second time simply because <laughs> after watching The Assassin, I wanted to watch a movie that I knew I was going to like. <laughs> so there, now I am done with All my right. full assassin story. Melissa, okay. while I was in 
eating my chicken wrap and watching The Assassin, yeah. what were you seeing? I was watching Brand New Testament. Yay! Yay! So, dear listeners, we already, uh, Wendy already talked about this one a few days ago. But um, I am eager yes. to hear your thoughts on yeah, it. Yeah, it's, oh, man, it's adorable. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like Amelie, if Amelie were God. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> How much did you love JC? Yeah, JC was great. <laughs> It's like a little cameo. Hey. Hey. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, super, super short. Um, uh, God exists and is real and he lives in Brussels and he's kind of this trashy, horrible man, uh, with a wife who doesn't speak much and this, you know, the son who is JC and, uh, who is absent and, uh, a young daughter, like a young Eight-year-old, seven-year-old, eight kid. to ten, eight to ten, somewhere in there. No, and she even says for ten years, so I think she's ten. Yeah. Oh, that's right, for ten years. So she, she is done putting up with the father's bullshit and uh-huh. decides to make her own testament. So she uh, <laughs> crashes his computer and runs down into the world and starts gathering apostles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and yeah, yeah, and, and we already... D- Spoiler you know, alert. Yeah. If you don't want to know more, uh, skip ahead a little bit, or maybe Melissa will clip this out and put it no, as I, a I, No, I, I'm not... I just I don't, want to hear I don't, about it. I we'll talk about it after okay, the okay. podcast. I really want to know what you and, thought. Oh, no, okay. we'll, we'll talk about it just after we okay. shut off. So... Um, it is adorable. It's absolutely charming. It is so much fun. And it is smile on your face. Yeah. It, it's warm and fuzzy. Like, if you it's, want a movie that makes you, that you're going to, at the end, you're just going to be happy. Yep. It's like a French hug that's not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really snuggly hug from somebody that that's okay to get one from. It, it, although, I suppose it's a Belgian film. Yeah. Isn't it? It's Belgian. It's, it's not French, it's but bit, well, yeah, 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 close enough. <laughs> come see, come see. So, uh, no, so super then... cool. And then, and then, Wendy saw the wave again, and I saw the wave for the first time. What'd you think? That was super fun, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, there, there's nothing totally. There, there's nothing real special about it, but it's it's a fjord, and it's a tidal wave, and things get smashed and wet. And people die, and um, and there was human drama. Yeah, that's what you want from a, a disaster movie, and uh, it was a lovely little little spectacular. Watching it the second time, I noticed obviously more things the way yeah. you do. Um, one one amusing side note: I noticed a lot of fires. Like after the disaster, I'm like everything's wet, but boy, things are sure on fire. I found that I'm I'm quite sure it happens, but I was bemused by it. Yeah. What I noticed the second time around, because well, I was able to step back yeah, from it. Uh-huh. There was no manufactured relational conflict. No. Because that is something that we do in our in our films in, in the States. Yeah. Is this whole thing of we're going to have this huge, um, uh, you know, disaster, but it's going to bring them together. It's going to help resolve their interpersonal issues. There's none of that. Yeah. The family is a happy family. There, there's one minor spat, which is completely reasonable but it's you can tell that this is not anything that's indicative of a problem in their relationship right the son is sad to be moving but it's not something like where it's he's distant and he's been distant and he's nothing but angry there's none of that which kind of was great yeah yeah because you could just because what it meant was you were actually just watching regular people deal with 
holy fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're a, I mean, all of the supporting characters are really sweet. Wasn't Jakob fun? <laughs> yes, Jakob was good. And uh, um, how how badass is the mom? <laughs> the, the mom was great. Uh, most of the characters were great. They all had their moments to shine, and it was yeah, really I mean, nice. It, mom is one of those, quote, quote, strong female characters, but she's she's what you actually hope for. Yeah. She's not written to be the strong female character she's just fucking competent yeah yeah she she's just she's a mom mm-hmm. like i watch her and go yeah that's what you would do yep that's what anybody with half a brain would do and it's it's not, and it shouldn't be remarkable that it happens and yeah <sighs> yes um our theater the reason why i got out late was our theater um uh right at the point where he's like uh no shit there's shit going down up there the subtitles went away <laughs> which meant the movie kept going for another like 10 minutes and you know as people are telling their server and going out and being like yeah, the the subtitles like hello don't know what they're saying well you should have gone up front and started translating yeah like well this is what's happening i could tell you that it's because what's happening here is that if the if the cable is split that's a bad sign oh look it's split um <laughs> so and then eventually they had to stop fix it and then they started back where it, it had the problem had been so that put us about 10 minutes off okay got it so that's why we're out a little bit late later than you okay uh yeah but it was super just delightful watching a movie where you don't know what they're saying (laughs) it's like it really was it it, taking the subtitles away was like huh yeah i wonder what this is like for everybody else who have really no clue what's going on oh i um I have that, that experience all the time because, you know, I watch so many foreign movies that I'm so used to reading the subtitles that I'm not noticing I'm reading subtitles. So it's like I'll be watching a movie and then I'll, like, turn around to do something really quick and then my brain kicks in and it's like, dumbass, you don't speak Norwegian. Oh, yeah. Oh, I shit. have to look at the screen. <laughs> I'm not looking. I'm not hearing. Right. What? Right. <laughs> so the wave. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. It put me back on track. It reset things, so I'm I'm in a very nice mood now again. Yep, I'm feeling pretty good about the movies I saw today. I am not feeling very good in my head and chest roll region. You are you are progressively sounding worse. Just the just sitting here in the car. Just sitting here in the, in the car. car on oh. top of a parking ramp once again. Oh, buddy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I need to go home. I don't actually. I, whether or not you got it from me, I would be feel sorry for you at any rate because it just sucks to be sick. It, 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 this is what's called the fantastic flu, and a lot of people come down with it by this time. <sighs> <laughs> because the, in reality, you are sitting in a theater with people from all over the world. Yeah, it's a <laughs> for eight dish. days. So you're being exposed to germs from other countries. Yeah, regularly. Yeah, it's it does not and surprise you. And you're sleep deprived, and you're drinking booze, and yeah, and your your body's fucked up beyond all measure for all sorts of reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, my neck, oh my god, my neck is killing me. Um, so tomorrow is Tuesday. See how I work that out? Yeah. And we've already gotten our movie assignments, and both Melissa and I are pretty excited. Uh, we got I, good slates. I am feeling pretty psyched about tomorrow's slate. Yes. I got into another secret screening. God, you, you are magic. I am magic. I am totally envious because this is the one that's from the repertory. This is a vintage yeah. film. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it really should be you. <sighs> 
But if since you didn't get in, I can't relinquish it because there's no guarantee you would get that ticket. Oh, I know, and it's and and, and I got and I can't complain about the movies that I got. Yeah, I mean that they're, they're pretty much everything I put first except for the secret. Yeah, theory. I'm really excited because it being the second half, it was like everything that popped up I could recognize immediately instead of like, wait, which one was that? I'm like, ooh, I got that one. Ooh, I got that one. I can't wait to see that when everyone's talking about that one. Yay! <laughs> and I get to end the last movie of the night is a horror film. Very nice. And I have been light on horror this Fantastic Fest and I heard good things about this one so I'm hoping it delivers the goods. Which oh. one did you get? German angst. Ah, yes. Okay. So here's yeah. hoping. Here's hoping, man. <laughs> I'm German. I have angst. <laughs> anyway. So, All right, listeners. <laughs> yes. So, dear listeners, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, we will join you again tomorrow and uh, let you know what we thought of our excellent slate that's coming up. Send, uh, send lots of vitamin C thoughts to poor Melissa. Oh, uh, zinc. Zinc, baby. It's all about the zinc. I've got my whiskey, so I'm good. So, right, listeners, cool. we'll talk to you. All right. Good night. Goodbye. Good, good morning. Whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> it's a new cinema pleasure.